so okay so you know when a person begins their third density environment newly minted they do not have any karmic balances or imbalances and so their higher self takes them puts them in different places so that they can build up some karmic imbalances karmic and it's usually through entanglements karmic entanglements with other selves you know like they're the people that they lived with um, create these imbalances um, but the imbalances are good because they allow when we're back in space-time when we're back into it then we have to learn how to uh, balance the imbalance and the balancing of the imbalance is actually the step forward the three steps forward two steps back three steps forward two steps back as we talk about in the spiritual journey that three steps forward is our capacity to intuit a way to balance the imbalance of karma um, but at some point the law of one says is that a person awakens to the fact that there is such a thing as a spiritual evolution and that spiritual evolution um, for the positive path or the negative path is the awareness that's concomitant or together or signifies the crystallization of some level uh, of the mind-body-spirit complex based on the choice. So like I said, Ra says that, well, intuits that, I'm sorry, implies that a third density being, um, there is a difference between a third density being that has not made a choice, like in their ontology, there's a difference. Choice between of polarity. Choice of polarity until they make a choice and then they're, they're a, in a sense, a new kind of being. Um, and what happens there is that the karma then becomes what's called the law of responsibility. And the law of responsibility, as we had said earlier, I'll repeat it here, is we can find it in the Bible uh, with the parable of the ten talents. I give you ten, I give you five, I give you one. Then the master goes away and then comes back and then says, what do you have for me? The one with ten says, well, I invested it and got ten more. Here's, I invested it and got five more. And the one with ta- the one talent says, uh, well, I know that, you know, you're hard and greedy and da-da-da-da. And uh, so I kept it in case I lost it. And so then the person says, you know, the master says, uh, well, you wicked servant, <laughs> I'm going to take what you had throw you out where it's wailing and gnashing of the teeth and then give that one to the one that had 10. So it seems on the surface that this guy's a hard ass, you know, but um, if we read deeper into it, what we find is that um, the talents, which is, I guess, uh, a biblical reference of numerical value of money, you know, one talent equals I don't know how many dollars, but point is is that talents would be the symbol of your capacity to know love all the gifts that you have garnered um, your your balance of love and wisdom in this incarnation is uh, so your certain embodiment you know one that has a, a capacity to shine 
some level of luminosity, some level of light. Um, and if you don't incarnate that, if you don't embody that, if you don't give it away, if you will, in other words, in spiritual life, you keep what you give away. It is in giving that we receive. So we have to be able to, if we know what love is from good counseling, good psychological books, spiritual books, whatever we're learning, uh, whatever spiritual teaching that seems to feed us, if it does not lead directly to some level of incarnating that concept into the immediacy of our lives, where we are putting that into practice, if it doesn't do that, then the law of responsibility will create um, an issue to where uh, we will be invited over and over again to do it. And if we don't do it, then we lose that which we had. And so, so kind of reverse. we reverse. It's, you know, backwards. depolarize mm-hmm. is the term that the law of one uses. And so the person that in the Bible narrative that had one talent didn't do anything. He literally buried it. You see, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to bury it. I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm going to deal with it. Not going to. Right. And so that which he had, which was only one, was given to the one that had 10. Well, why do you think the one that had 10 was given that one? Because the more you give, the more you're signaling the one infinite creator, because this is the law of responsibility, that you're ready for more. It's just, it's just a sign of your own progress is the more that you give away what you are garnering in terms of love and wisdom balance and all of this, then you're polarizing more. So it's a, it's a, it's a statement on polarization, you see. Um, but the one that doesn't do anything with it that which they don't give away is that is even taken away. So it sounded like you said, be careful if you're doing too much though. Yeah. So we started this conversation before I started recording is when a person becomes a teacher. So there's a, there's a spectrum. We're always going to be what's raw calls the learn, the learner teacher. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, there's these right. Learn teaching, teaching, learning. (laughs) Um, because anytime you do teach, you also learn. Right. But when you learn, you know, so there's a there's a spectrum there between total learning and total teaching, but you never just get the full learning and the full teaching. It's always going to be learn, teaching, learn, teaching, learn, teaching, and at some point it's going to be probably learn, teach, teach, learn, like equal, and then it's going to be teach, learn, teach, learn, teach, learn. You see how that there's a shift yeah. there? So if a person, for example, uh, is learning a lot from some teacher, then at some point, the law of responsibility, which is karma after the choice, is going to kick in and create an opportunity. You're going, in other words, you would attract through your auric field, uh, magnetically, you would attract a catalyst that would match the catalyst of someone who was looking for a certain kind of teaching. You see, because the, the original desire, law of one, it's just part of the original thought. The original thought is that, the, that we experience ourselves through creativity. Mm-hmm. But a part of that 
like part A, part B of that original thought is the original desire, which is all entities seek and become one. So that's, that is a, you know, everything arises much, must converge. So now we have a, a, the manyness of human beings walking around, but inside them, they're going to start being matched with other selves in this larger, other, other cells in this larger body that would then be able to transmit a certain kind of energy to them so that there's growth because learn teachers need to have teach learners. Yeah. You see. And so what you, for example, have been doing this deeper work for a while now, mm-hmm. you are going to be attracting, um, not even trying, you know, things are just going to start happening where people will come up to you. You'll just have a, conversation in a coffee shop you know or waiting to get your oil changed in the car things will happen to where things will open up and you will be sharing uh because that is what is being asked of you is to meet a person where they're at but where the law of responsibility also kicks in is if we teach learners um who are also always learn teachers you know but as teach learners if we are Forcing a teaching onto somebody by forcing is to say it without, you know, say something without um, invitation. Uh, there's a sense of um, imposing or infringing on free will when it's not asked for. When we do that, the law of responsibility kicks in. And what's interesting is whatever happens to that person. So let's say that you, just to take it very differently, if you were to give a five-year-old a Lamborghini mm-hmm. and give them the keys and, and then you maybe teach them how to turn it on and, and here's the gas, okay? So let's say you were to do that and then that kid goes, well, let's say literally your second son. Yeah. <laughs> would do this <laughs> and so <laughs> get in there and then start driving like mowing people down and you know and, and who's that who's responsible for that you would be yeah so it's the same way metaphysically is if we give something some kind of teaching for people who then take that teacher that teaching that was given and then uh, use it in ways that weren't say intended mm-hmm. that creates a karmic um Uh, entanglement Mm -hmm. between you and that person and it will create um, uh, friction for you so that you have to try to unbalance and and correct and provide a corrective in some ways does that make sense oh yeah absolutely yeah I can see it could even be not so much that they would impact other people but it may negatively impact them too if someone's not ready for something it could blow their mind and really like do a tailspin and depression I mean and so all of that is going to come back to you or at least my next life when I have to realize I'll entangle when I'm under. <laughs> but, but yes, next life. But here's the thing. The more that you po- are polarizing on the positive path, on the negative path is totally different. But on the positive path, the more that you polarize, the more that the karmic entanglements and the um, balancing and the responsibility and all that stuff can take place, you know, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, because not 
the reason why is because the more that you are polarizing towards the positive, and this is usually way past, say, harvestability levels, more adept levels. Okay. But the more that you do that, uh, the more that you will not actually need to have the review in between lives because uh-huh. you're so connected at that point between space, time, and time, space. In other words, you're having a constant dialogue mm-hmm. with um, your ga- guardians, your higher self, your what's called unmanifested self, all these things. You're, you're in communion with that part of reality in time, space as you are living in space, time. And so there would be an immediate, well, fairly close register, or let's say uh, intuition that there was a problem with the space, t- uh, sorry, the law of responsibility that we did. Mm-hmm. And then there will be a karmic hit. Now the hits will usually be painful, <laughs> yeah. but they're always love because it's about our own journey. So like whenever I got fired from the University of Dallas, That's a very good example that, would, yeah. that would have that would have been my big lesson, and I would hope that that doesn't happen to you. That'd be the equivalent. Does this make sense? Yeah, that's a good summary of paying attention to that. Okay. Yes, and what's interesting is uh, Don asks Ra, for example, how does Orion or the negative group uh, influence? say positive channeling or positive teachings um, especially channeling how how does that happen so that the negative group can actually come in and mimic and ape the positive without the third density space-time person who is doing the channeling without them knowing because that that's that's what you know that's what Orion does that's what the uh, negative groups do is they are parasites in that way they come in, mimic, and they, and then they got you. You don't know who you have on the other line. And they can give you a lot of positive things, but it's sort of pseudo-positive, although for a non-discerning mind, it seems positive. Uh, but then they can gradually give you more and more of positive nuggets, but it, it becomes couched inside an overall negative system. And I think that's largely what has happened with um, and I, I would I would argue this and this is probably my bias it may not be correct but the whole truther movement the whole disclosure movement um, people you know well that would be a lot of responsibility if I said who but uh, people who are big names mm-hmm. um, the whole in my opinion the whole movement towards conspirituality uh, Trump um, people who, in the name of freedom, are invested in uh, a kind of vitriol and, and violence. And a lot of these people actually are new agey, formerly maybe more progressive minded, but they're so they're new agey, but they don't have a whole lot of maybe rootedness in their spirituality because maybe they weren't given it. Um, and so what ends up happening is a lot of them are actually becoming very attract, attracted to, believe it or not, Christianity. But it's not a Christianity that is uh, belonging in the realm of deconstruction or reconstruction, to use Richard Rohr's terms. It's it's actually construction because they've never had that structure before, and mm-hmm. so they're they're becoming very attracted to 
traditionalism, traditional, like trad Catholic, tra traditional Catholic, a lot of them are becoming Catholic, uh, traditional Catholic, not just like the sort of regular Catholic or even progressive Catholic, but people who are much more um, showing signs of what happens when you're a new convert. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, we want the whole world to be Catholic mm -hmm. or Christian or whatever. So they're really looking for a theocracy and, and their movement towards Christianity uh, has the flavor of, of deep traditional um, kind of values but they don't have a critical mind to realize that that, that is early-stage spirituality. But because they think it's the antidote to what they would say is evil, uh, they end up imprisoning themselves in early-stage spirituality, which belongs to the lower chakras. Mm -hmm. So in the name of ascending, they actually entrap themselves in the descent. Uh, in the uh, lower chakras. But what I was going to say earlier is, um, do you remember what the point was? Oh, shoot. Um, I get into that. Uh, let's see. That's funny. Um, oh, what I was going to say was, Don asked Ra, how do we know Orion? Like, what's a way that Ryan, Orion does this, the negative group, into the positive channeling? Um, what about information that's asked? And Ross says, well, it's, it's less the specificity of the information that's asked and more the importance that's put upon it. Mm. Uh, and so what you find is when people who are channeling, whether it's their higher self or you know, whatever it is, and then they're, they're really sure, like I, I know, because some social memory complex told me, because I'm channeling them, I'm an oracle, and this is what's gonna happen on this day, and, or this time, and you know, all of this stuff. And then let's say that that is a specific piece of information it it's kind of value neutral but what what's important is the importance that we put upon that so right. if if that gal if that piece of information and it may not even be correct by the way right but if that piece of information is catalyzes and garners energy around it mm -hmm. because we the receivers uh, it affirms, you know, confirmation bias. It affirms what we already feel like we know for truth and whatever. And we then try to galvanize more people to believing this, and that creates kind of a momentum and whatnot. Um, that is this the importance placed upon the information. So you'll see a lot of big name people that are in the disclosure esoterica stuff is saying. I have new intel from Michael and I can't wait to share it with you. You know, St. Michael's been with me s since high school and I'm reviewing all of my stuff and I'm about to give you like the, the latest intel, you know, uh, what exactly is going to happen and all of this stuff is so great. I can't wait. To but then you realize 
like mo a lot of people will be listening as like yeah this is great this is wonderful and let's because they're they're not embodied inside themselves they haven't done internal work so they're just drip 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 they can't wait to hear the next drip of intel yeah and it and it really starts to dopamine hits and it really makes them just focused and waiting for that next thing so they can orient their life around this well according to the law of one take it or leave it but that that's not a positive group that would be that's the that's catfishing that's yeah. that is the negative polarity and it usually leads to the end result of that it leads to a a sense on the inside of um us and them divisiveness yeah um elite versus normies you know the 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 sleeping masses yeah and that we have to be activists in order to you know create and wake people up uh and and, and then we're going to scapegoat who we think are the ones that are in power and, and it forms this whole paradigm this this meta narrative that they believe is completely correct when my own bias and distortion on this but when likely that whole meta narrative is formed fashioned and pointed right towards the negative polarity so you've got you know even wanderers and people who are pretty positively pol polarized getting caught up in what Ra calls the maelstrom the maelstrom that they incarnated to to try to work on mm -hmm. you know the maelstrom being like this big chaos of energy what i call the bellicosity of the yeah. human collective they come in to wonders would come in to try to relieve that but instead because they're not discerning wisely they get wrapped up in it and they actually further the maelstrom yeah. i see this all the time so how does how do you how does this sit with you does it make sense yeah it really does 